This episode is brought to you by me, Emily, the Minimalish Mama. Getting rid of clutter, physical, digital, financial, and spiritual, sets us free from overwhelm, shame, and mom guilt. It creates space in our home, schedule, and soul for prioritizing what really matters in life. But getting started is the hardest part. Enter your free guide to decluttering your life. This free guide has checklists for what to get rid of now in every room, 155 things to be exact, plus how to reclaim your time and joy from comparison and guilt, and how to create space for what you really love. It contains over 20 pages of my best tips for decluttering and organizing, and The best part is that it's completely free. You can download your free Decluttering Your Life guide at the link in the show notes or from theminimalishmama.com. Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. The sun is shining, birds are singing, flowers are blooming. So you know that means it's time for spring cleaning. We know that cleaning isn't most people's favorite thing to do. So today we've got plenty of tips for making your spring cleaning a little bit easier. Kimmy is seeking a new dining room light, and we'll see if we can help her find one. As always, we'll end with some pillow talk. So my high and low both happened in close proximity together on Saturday. It was a very eventful morning. New local photographer, shout out to Hallie Kate Photography. We'll have to tag her yeah. put her link in the notes. She's really good. Mm-hmm. She contacted me on Instagram some time back and asked if I'd be interested in swapping services. So I'd help her organize her daughter's closet and then she would do some brand photos for me. Nice. Yeah. So we did her daughter's closet and it was super fun and it went really well. And I already got those pictures from her, which I showed you guys. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really lovely. Really yeah. So I was super excited for our branding session Saturday, which we had planned for like one o'clock in the afternoon. I slept in a little bit. I had a whole plan for how I was going to finish cleaning the whole house and get it like picture perfect and like style all the countertops and the tables and everything. And then at 11 (laughs) o'clock, the boys were playing in their room and Bennett pushed Edison off the bed. Edison's the six-year-old, so he fell off the bed and his glasses are so thick that the edge of the glasses cut into his temple. And so he starts screaming, we run in there, and blood is already, like, pouring out. Because you know, like, head wounds are like... It didn't take us very long of looking at it, and we were like, okay, we gotta go to the ER. And he was like, I don't want to go to the hospital! I don't want to go to the hospital! And Brian's like, well, you need stitches, so that's what we're gonna do. And he's like, I don't want to get stitches! (laughs) He was hysterical, and then Bennett was crying because he felt bad because he had pushed Edison off the bed. So at one point I'm like holding a wad of tissues to Edison's head 
and like trying to comfort him and while he's hysterical and then Bennett is sitting on my lap also crying into my shoulder and then the dog starts freaking out because everyone else is crying and he's like trying to climb up on my lap too and I'm like what in the world is going on here so we get Edison to the hospital he did not need stitches thankfully they were just able to glue it back up so we got home a little bit after noon. It was probably like twelve thirty. So now I had half an hour. Oh my god! To I literally I was in my pajamas when Edison had fallen off the bed. So I had like just thrown on random clothes to go to the ER, and so I had to get dressed. I had to do my hair. I had to do my makeup, and the house was not ready what? yet. So and we had to eat lunch. So we like ate lunch and I started getting ready and Brian like blitzed through the downstairs house vacuuming and cleaning and picking up stuff as much as he could. And then they took off at one when the photographer came and it actually turned out, I think it turned out really well. I haven't seen all the pictures yet. I've only seen one. But Hallie was, like, super chill, and after my crazy morning, I, yeah. she made me feel, like, at ease, and, well, we like, saw it that. perfect Yeah, peek. we saw that sneak peek, and you look beautiful. Like, Aww. I was thinking about it. I was like, man, what you went through, but it, you can't <laughs> tell. Your hair is, like, beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're, like, glowy. Yeah. <laughs> Did the thought cross your mind, maybe, while you were at the ER, like, I should send her a text and like postponed did you think about that I did I thought like I don't know if we're gonna be back in time and I might just need to still in my pajamas (laughs) yeah (laughs) when Edison got his glue on and everything fairly quickly then I was like okay I think we can still make this work yeah I don't know I guess I'm kind of used to head injuries now too This is the third time that Edison's had a head injury that required intervention at the <laughs> ER. So I guess I was like, yep, another head injury. Here we go. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, so that's my high and low. Bree, what is yours? My low, you girls. Ugh. I got the girls and myself matching dwelling place necklaces for Christmas, which you guys, I don't know if, did we tell the podcast how we did that? I think we posted a picture. Yeah, but maybe we didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's a little bar necklace. It's like an inch and a half, two inches long, and it says dwelling place on the front. It's gold. Really, really pretty. We all cried when we opened them. Yeah. It was so sweet. (laughs) So sweet. Just in the rough and tumble of, like, every day and stuff, I accidentally got my hand caught in it and didn't realize, you know, those just that tiny little loop that holds Mm -hmm. everything together had come open a little bit, but it didn't come off my neck at all. And then I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden my necklace just, like, slips off my neck and I'm like, what the heck? And then in the midst of daily life, that small little circle is gone. Like, I cannot find it. So it's going to be fixed. It's going to be a very simple, easy fix. I just don't have that one tiny little circle that holds everything <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer. But you have to my, buy a whole package of them, too. You can't, like, buy right. a single loop. Yeah. You have to go, like, buy the whole little pack. But then you'll be set for life. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to take it to a local jeweler because I don't have oh. the tools to do it. And oh, sure. they'll probably do it for free. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. My high is not necessarily a thing, but just kind of like a thought topic I was thinking about today. So 
my son, my little three and a half year old, and I also have a one and a half year old little son, my three and a half year old fell asleep on me today. Like I was laying on the couch and he snuggled up on me and that really doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking like, I'm in a very challenging point of motherhood Mm -hmm. at the moment. A one and a half year old and a three and a half year old, in my opinion, are like really challenging stages. Everybody says, oh, it's the twos. It's not no. the twos. Mm-hmm. It's the one, it's before and after that are really, really challenging. Don't tell me that because it's challenging <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, so I was just laying there and he's like sleeping on me, just like soaking in the moment. And I was just very grateful in that moment. There's dishes in the sink. My house needs to be picked up, but I'm not even on my phone. I'm just sitting here and enjoying my son, just like soaking mm. it in. It was just kind of a refreshing moment. For me to like step back and say, okay, what is the most important here is snuggling with my son Aww. and just being You're at peace. You're making me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a really, really neat moment just in my living room, snuggling yeah. with my son and just gave me a, a bigger perspective and things I've personally been trying to work on. Like don't be on your phone as much and mm-hmm. try to be present with the kids and enjoying them in their little world of, you know, Mm -hmm. building train tracks and trying to engage them and getting on the floor and flopping around with them in their little games that they create, you Mm -hmm. know, what's the most important thing here in these little lives that we have as gifts to raise up. And I want them to be men of God and I Mm -hmm. want them to have character and I want things instilled into them. And how these moments, these everyday moments, even though they seem mundane, you're like, I don't want to play trains again for the 500th time. <laughs> right. But that's what's important to yes. them in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're showing and receiving love is being mm-hmm. there present mm-hmm. for them. So it was just a neat moment mm-hmm. today to just step back and be like, okay, I need to work on some areas, but also being very grateful for these these little tender moments. Yeah, ways. that's great. And, you know, we're going to be talking about cleaning, but cleaning can be one of those things that pulls you away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I find myself often where I'm, like, wanting to do the dishes or wanting mm-hmm. to do something instead of play with my son. So, no, it's definitely a good reminder for us to have, for sure. Kimmy, what's your high and low? <laughs> well, I have two. I have a small low and a small high and then a big high. <laughs> if you girls will let me share all of that. <laughs> sure, go for it. So I'll start with the low. <laughs> so Ryan comes to me the, like some morning and he says, okay, I don't want you to be upset with me. That's, that's not a good I, beginning. Well, <laughs> I don't know if he started. He was just like, okay, I have to tell you something, but I don't want you to be upset. I think it's all good now, like everything's okay, but I need to tell you something. I was like, what? So I actually said, what did you break or what did you ruin? I I said that and he's like, so I got quite a bit amount of blood on the love seat, (gasps) on my ivory love seat. I was like, what? So I run over to it and I don't see anything and I'm like, okay, what, where, what happened? What, like, and it it was kind of dark. It was like morning, like before the sun really was coming up. So I'm like trying to see. And he just said, he's like, well, I was sitting on the couch. I didn't realize he's horrible with like lotioning his hands and they crack a lot and bleed. And so he was sitting like on his hands (laughs) and it was like, he said it was like a quarter size of blood. Mm. Yeah. Like a lot. His poor hands though. And (laughs) how? I know, right? 
So he hates the texture of it. It's, no, my it's husband's saying he hates what? lotion, refuses to use I'd it. I have to lotion his like the top oh, of no, his Oh no, my husband cause... wouldn't even do that. Nope. He's like, get away but from it. Doesn't me. the dry skin feel worse? Yeah, that's he what I think. He would rather the pain. Yeah. Oh wow. So anyways, I was like, Well, why didn't you wake me up? He's like, Well, I really didn't want to wake you up. It was late and I'm like I'm going to bed early and Oh, this was at night that this Yes. <gasps> and so he told me the next morning. Oh, so then I said, okay, well, how did you clean this up? And he said, well, I used the Resolve, which is like <laughs> Folex. <laughs> He's like, I used the Resolve and I read the directions, thank the Lord, because it says to use like a light colored cloth, like a white cloth. Mm-hmm. And thankfully he did, because I feel like if he had used like a black one or because I have some black cloths, mm-hmm. that probably would have been bad, but he used a white one. He sprayed it on, waited, scrubbed it out, and I can't see it. Performance fabric for the yes! wow. So I can attest that this performance fabric, because he didn't even see it right away. Like he noticed his hand was bleeding like after he had already wasn't in the living room. And so then he was like, oh, I should go look at the I'm so glad so, he thought to do that. Yeah. Instead yeah. of you waking up in the morning and there being like a blood bunch on your of blood. Uh-huh. Like what the heck just happened? <laughs> So it kind of was a low, but really it's great. So I'm happy about that. The little update high that I just wanted to share real quick is I had an idea. The previous episode, we talked about how to add more color into my living room. Well, I was, of course, on Chris Loves Julia <laughs> and saw this picture of this her sister. She posted of her sister's living room mm-hmm. and it's similar in colors to mine yeah and she used these like slate blue curtains in her living room but the walls were like they were probably more beigey than mine because mine are more ivory i was like oh my gosh well this is the thing i want to tell you girls that i actually had the idea of curtains and i mentioned to you when i first got the the sofa and love scene i was like what do you think about colored curtains and you girls were like no i I love your curtains you're like Talking about going gray, getting gray well, curtains or something. No, like I was saying like a color. I didn't think oh, about really? slate blue, but I was talking about like some sort of color. And you girls were like, oh, we love your curtains. Your curtains are great because they are fairly new. Mm-hmm. I've had them for like a year. But then I showed you girls. I tagged you both in this picture. Mm-hmm. Showed I knew you. exactly what you meant when you tagged me. I'm like, oh, she wants that for a living room. <laughs> and you girls were like, yes. So do you really think that that could be my solution? I think so. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's more color, but it's not a ton of color. It's mm-hmm. not a huge commitment. You don't have to change outlets. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You don't I have know. to change the outlets mm-hmm. or the lights. And I like that color with black, so I could keep my black accent wall. Mm-hmm. I asked Ryan. He said he liked it more than painting the walls. He didn't love the idea of painting, not, not because of the outlets and stuff. He just didn't want the walls to be different than white. I don't... It's so funny. When we first got married, he wanted darker stuff, but now he like likes, likes it. light walls. <laughs> but he likes the idea of the curtains. Well, so. and honestly, if you're going to have to buy paint and then switch out outlets and stuff, the price point is going to be comparable to just yeah. buying new curtains anyways. Yeah. And then you can also put those other curtains in different places, or I can buy them from you. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so you could. Um, Well, I don't have any money right now, but this is my solution. So once I actually do it, I'll show everyone. So it might be a a bit. (laughs) So then I have one more pretty exciting big high that I want to share with all of our listeners because I feel like you guys have been on a journey with me really since the beginning. I've been talking about 
how I've struggled with fertility things and I had my surgeries and all this stuff. I had a little mini cancer scare. It was just, it was a nightmare, honestly. (laughs) And it was a year long of Mm -hmm. really hard stuff. But the high is that I'm pregnant. (laughs) And I just want to (laughs) say... Thank you to you girls. I am getting emotional tonight, so <laughs> you're telling me about your story with your son. Yeah. And... <laughs> but but really, like, these girls have been awesome because I, like, in the beginning, before I got pregnant, it was actually, like, you know, it was right around when I was going to be ovulating. <laughs> I just had a, like, serious talk with you girls, and I was like, I need to scale it back because... Last season, we did a lot, and I just feel like I need to be focusing on being stress-free and making my body fertile. (laughs) And you girls were so just, like, supportive of that, and, you know, you guys stepped up. Like, you were totally cool with going. I know, Emily, you're, like, busy, crazy, too, and but you guys were cool about going, like, every other week and, like, our new schedule of less episodes, and Bree's been taking... Like, if you guys see... On our social media, Bree's been doing, like, more than half of it. <laughs> She's been taking a lot of my job because I've just been really, like, morning sickness and <laughs> really tired. Like, really tired, which is why Ryan didn't wake me up with the love scene. <laughs> Pregnancy hormones and blood on her cuckoo couch. Yes. Not a great combination. Not a great combination. So I just want to say thank you, girls, because, like... I just am very grateful for you. I'm grateful that you guys knew that my health came first before the podcast and you both wanted to see me pregnant and it's just like, it's really exciting. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with everyone and tell you all that I'm just very happy. (laughs) Very grateful. We're ecstatic for you. Just like the rejoicing and the tears and the happiness and relief that like she's pregnant again (laughs) it's just an awesome feeling yeah and i'm almost 12 weeks when you guys hear this it'll be like 14 weeks so i'll know the gender by then because i'm geriatric age (laughs) and i'll tell everyone we'll talk about nursery plans and things like that so it's just very exciting and yeah (laughs) and i'm very glad that it's you and not me It is time, though, for you to know. No, not right now. Not Maybe not ever. We shall see. Honestly, with this pregnancy, I'm like, I've always wanted multiple kids, like four or so. Now I'm like, two might be okay. And I have two, and I'm like... <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want to be pregnant again. So we'll see. I'm just very grateful. So now we'll take a break, and we'll be back to talk about spring cleaning tips. So I have some general tips when it comes to spring cleaning. And I guess I should back up a little bit and say, as much as I love organizing, I really don't like cleaning Mm. much at all. My goal in life is to do it as little as possible (laughs) (laughs) and like the most efficiently as possible that I can. So I guess that's probably why I tend to put some time and thought into like planning out my cleaning ahead of time Mm. so that I can try to do it really fast and get it done and out of the way. Because I really do love the effect of having cleaned. There's nothing better than that clean house 
feeling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time I only have like the half clean house feeling because I'll mm-hmm. have like the, the downstairs is clean yes. and then mm-hmm. the upstairs is I dirty. I the same thing. I'm like, yeah, the downstairs looks really good. Don't go upstairs. I, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> you last season you talked about your Airbnb situation, like that whole story and how you had oh, the whole yeah. house clean. I don't think I've ever in my life had my entire house clean at once, <laughs> which is sad. I a like, lot of work. Yeah. It is a lot of work. But mm-hmm. the one thing I love about cleaning is that it sometimes leads to rearranging. So keep an open mind. So as you're mm. moving some of this furniture, maybe you'll rearrange your room too. I think that's, <laughs> that's why what I, I do. Yeah. I think that's why I don't clean often is because that will happen to me and then it will take me so much time that I don't even really get much done because I ended up <laughs> rearranging and decorating instead of cleaning. Yeah, so part of my spring cleaning plan is to like keep myself focused because I will get distracted. Mm-hmm. So I have to have like a checklist of things to do because there's like the regular weekly cleaning stuff that I generally will do like dusting and vacuuming and of course shampooing my carpets is now like a weekly cleaning thing because <laughs> of our dog. So there's like those things that happen every week throughout the week generally because mm-hmm. they have like a rolling a looping cleaning schedule. So I just have, like, those basic cleaning tasks down in my planner. And I know, like, each day at some point during the day, either after the kids go to bed, I'll do whatever's next on that list or in the morning. Okay. So it's not, like, Mondays I dust, Tuesdays I clean the toilet. Yeah, right. Because I tried that. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday, if Monday was crazy and I didn't dust, then I would be, like, all off schedule mm. and then it would end up being Tuesday the furniture or, you where know where do you like, keep this rolling list just in my planner but you can just like write it out on a whiteboard or wherever or you want in, like, or in your notes. phone yeah because yeah. it's that. just a repeating list so you just know if you did you know vacuum yesterday and then today's the day to mop and so you just like keep going down the oh list gosh, and I don't do any of that weekly <laughs> that's interesting yeah I don't mop either weekly. I don't guys I dust like by, no, what would you call it? Every two months? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It's so bad. I dust, like, I have darker surfaces, so I can see it because it's like a glossy surface and then a layer of dust on it. So once I see that, I'm like, okay, I need to dust. I've tried the list thing, which I really enjoy the list thing. But I found for me, and my husband noticed this too, that I was causing more stress than good because I would like feel really, really bad if I didn't finish the list. Because mm. I would be more detailed in my listing, like, okay, put the laundry in, swap the laundry out, and do this, do that, do that. Yeah. And it just, I got like, oh, I didn't Nancy. get everything done on my list at the end of the day if I couldn't finish everything because yeah. mm-hmm. I have two kids and it's, that's yeah. a lot to do because they're constantly making messes. So right. you would probably like the looping list then because you just know it never ends and if you don't get to a cleaning task today that's fine you can work on it tomorrow i think that's what i do just mentally in your head i have it in my head see i feel like if i had a looping list i'd be like oh i didn't get to it today i'll do it another day and then i'll just keep putting it off (laughs) so kimmy's loop is really really long (laughs) yeah I guess for me, it works as a weekly thing because I know, like, these are the things I want to have happen during the week at some point. Mm-hmm. So if I have time on one day, I might do two or more. 
but at least, you know, I'll try to get one in each day if I can. And if I can't, then it's not that big of a deal. Do you think there are some personalities, though, that would need the more, like, Mondays, this day, Tuesdays? I'm sure there probably are. I wonder if my personality would benefit from that. You should try it. You should do yeah. I should try your looping list and maybe try the other yeah. way, too. I need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> the nesting needs to start yeah. soon. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we could finally talk about this. We've known since this podcast has started. So we've had to edit out little things of talking about pregnancy. So yeah. Yeah. Now finally out, out there. Yep. <laughs> so... That whole weekly cleaning thing is actually a tangent. That wasn't one of my general tips. So (laughs) assuming you have like some sort of a weekly cleaning baseline, then spring cleaning is just the things you get to maybe once a year. Okay. If you do a fall or winter cleaning, then maybe you get to them twice a year. I pretty much do it once a year, (laughs) most of these things. So I have a checklist then that I created And it kind of breaks down all the tasks that I want to get done at least once a year into six different categories. So then each week I'll tackle each one of those categories so that it doesn't get too overwhelming, Mm. which is probably the best tip I can give is to pace yourself and like set expectations because... If you decide on a whim you're going to do spring cleaning one day and then you get into it and something comes up and you can't finish and then it's really hard to get back into it mm-hmm. and you like torn apart a room or something, it's it'll make you never want to spring clean again. Yeah. So if you can pace yourself and have a plan so you know what needs to get done, it also really helps if you're communicating with someone else, like I was other just people who say that, live like, with you. Find a friend. <laughs> Tag us on Instagram and we can be rooting you on. Yeah. Because yeah. it really does idea. help to have that accountability. Yeah. You can also, like, I'm going to be doing a spring cleaning challenge. I want to do it. Okay, cut me in. Yeah. yeah I want to do it. I saw, I just didn't look into it yet, but I, I want to do it. Okay. Sign so, me up. Okay. <laughs> Sign both of us up. So I have my checklist, my spring cleaning checklist, Mm -hmm. so you can see like I've started, but I haven't done that one. But this is my checklist basically, and so it has the six categories on it and the tasks, and then there's some space for you to write in Wait, so you've already done that much? Yeah. Because I have to... Spring just was two days ago. I have to like, I have to do the cleaning, film myself doing it, and then edit it. To have a video ready for the challenge to start. (laughs) That's great. Uh, So if you want accountability, you can download this checklist and join in. So I'll be posting videos hopefully every week. If I can keep up (laughs) with it as I go through and clean all the things on there. But then along with the idea of like having a plan, I think it's really nice if you can also plan ahead for easy meals. Because after you do a bunch of cleaning, like, the last thing you want to do is, Uh. A, mess up the kitchen Mm -hmm. if you've cleaned it. And then, B, like, spend a bunch of more time on your feet doing stuff and trying to figure out what to have for dinner, you know, if you don't have a plan yet. It's a great night for, you know. Pizza. Pizza, chili, whatever. Tacos. Is your easiest go-to meal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a great time for that. And then... That just takes, you know, gives you a little bit of a break. As part of your plan, if you're planning to involve your kids, um, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Like, I'm kidding. Like, Evan really likes cleaning windows. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning. Bennett, <laughs> Bennett loves to clean windows. 
too. I think it's great to involve them, to teach them, and for them to, you know, join along. But do have reasonable expectations mm-hmm. and realize it's not, like, the easiest thing. So I just... think it's a good idea, though, but I haven't really done that with my son yet. But, like, once in a while we'll, like, wipe down a table. But it's, like, something for them to do instead of saying, come play with me, come play with me. Mm-hmm. How about wipe this window while I'm actually or, wiping this other window? Or, since it, have him wipe the baseboards. Oh. Give him a little, like, yeah, five o'clock and go close to, to the ground. <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, they can play the cleaning game with you. I got Evan a little spray bottle, like at the dollar store, and I fill it with water. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll put a splash of vinegar in it, depending what we're cleaning. But he says, hey mom, can I clean with my vinegar? (laughs) (laughs) So my second general tip is to get the right tools and get all the tools you need ahead of time and be prepped. I was recently reminded of this because as I was working on that, my checklist for spring cleaning, my first category, I got to where I needed to wash any scuffed or grimy walls and I use a magic eraser for it. And I was completely out of all magic erasers. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm in the middle of doing this and I don't have any magic erasers. Mm -hmm. So get the tools you need to make the job easier and quicker. So if you need... A Swiffer that has like the super long extendable things to reach your ceiling fans. Like, get the tools. The duster, not the mop. (laughs) Right, the Swiffer duster (laughs) with the super long extendable thing. Mm -hmm. Get that. If you need a steam mop, and that's going to make your mopping much easier. Do you have a steam mop? I don't, and I kind of want one. Do you have a steam mop? I don't, but I've used one before when I helped clean a friend's house. I only. Okay, we. Everyone knows here I'm dirty. But my house is dirty. I'm not dirty. My house is dirty. I've only ever used the Swiffer wet. That's what I use. That's what I use, But too. I feel like I'm not really fully mopping, like, cleaning yeah. my floors. Yeah. Well, because I will do the Swiffer and then, like, a little bit later spill something on the floor, inevitably, like, the same day. And I'll wipe that up with a paper towel or it's something. Dirty. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. my goodness, this is really dirty. The yeah. steam mops are really nice. It's just... I feel like a little bit more time consuming and annoying because you have the cord and then you have to keep refilling the water. But I do feel it does clean really well, but it's just like another thing to buy. So that's why I just use it. What about like old fashioned mops? Like the I bucket just, and the. That to me is gross. Like you're cleaning the floor with, <laughs> with the, the water, water that you're. Well, you're supposed to be. I've heard of this two bucket system thing before. Where you just have, you have the dirty water and then you have the clean water. That just seems like so much work. I know. So that's where I I feel like. But I think that's where you get it really clean though. uh, Yeah. Like a steam mop might be like the good middle ground. You you don't use one so you don't know a good one. I don't, yeah. Listeners, tell us if, tell us what mops you use. Yeah. How do you clean your floors? Yeah. I would love to know. And if you have like a mop that you love. Please let us know. Send us a DM or yeah. an email or something. Yes. We already know that Brie loves Folex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know that I love my carpet cleaning machine. Uh-huh. <laughs> the thing I love is using rubbing alcohol for glass because it's street right. free. And also stainless steel appliances. Like if you want to get rid of fingerprints and smudges, like it will get taken care of. So mm-hmm. use that. I keep that in the spray bottle. A new thing that I've just 
discovered. I've been seeing it on Instagram forever in different people's cleaning videos, but it's called Barkeeper's Friend, and it's like a white powder mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It is amazing on my white sink. Well, so it this gets is it the so thing. shiny. I my mom always used it, but she had stainless steel. You have stainless steel, mm-hmm. Brie. But I recently saw people using it on porcelain, like farmhouse sinks. Yeah. Like, <gasps> so when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, I need to get that for mine. I, I keep forgetting. It's amazing. Because it's affordable, too. Because, yeah. like, I've always just, like, used some dish soap and, you know, scrubbed it up. Because they get really Oh, mine gets disgusting. I've yeah. used Magic Eraser. I've used scrubbing bubbles on it Yeah. It, yeah. like, builds up stuff and it gets uh-huh. kind of stained and yellow. Mine gets stained. Yeah. The Barkeeper's Friend is amazing. Okay. I'm going to try that. Another thing that I've heard about and have not tried is powdered Tide. Like, Tide laundry detergent. Yeah. People rave about how it's so amazing at cleaning. For what? Cleaning what? I guess, like, anything. Floors. People use it on floors. People use it to get stains out of, I don't know, countertops I feel like marble and I don't know. My non-toxic living self would not not like it, right? (laughs) I don't know. I think I'm going to try it because one of my extra things on my cleaning list is to clean the tile grout in the kitchen because we were really uh, lazy. And mm-hmm. when we did our tile floor... Did you not seal your tile? We did not seal our tile. Oh, same. You didn't seal your tile? Yeah. What? Oh. Big mistake. Uh-huh. Big mistake. Always seal the tile. Yeah. So now I'm going to scrub it with powdered tide and a toothbrush. Well, they have... And then seal it. They have grout cleaner. Uh-huh. Or you could don't, just don't take do it all up and do a new floor like we're going to... Oh! <laughs> Are you doing this in your bathroom? Uh-huh. Oh, it's bad. Gee. When you go back up there, lift up the rug, you'll see it's bad. <laughs> Real bad. So, we'll see. TBD on the powder tide. We'll see if it works. Um, number three, though, is to start at the top and work your way down mm-hmm. because that way you're shaking the dust mm-hmm. and cobwebs and everything down and you, you're not having to re-clean things you've already cleaned. Um, so, that applies to basically any room you're in. Start at the top and work your way down. And then fourth is to declutter as you go because decluttering will save you so much time in the cleaning Mm -hmm. process. If you have a surface that's like covered with little knickknacks, it takes 10 times longer to have to pick up each one and dust than if you declutter it. And there's less stuff there. You can just, but you know, this clean is it in a swipe. where I get sidetracked and out of focus because then I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna restyle this, and then I'm just like spending time decorating yeah. instead. You have to focus. Yeah, you're doing the dusting task, and then you're gonna cross it off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then on your list, you can add another task to restyle when you're done as like your reward. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I finish cleaning a room, I mentally go clear. When I'm done with the room. I don't know why, but mentally in my brain, I go, clear! Like, out loud. It, no, in my oh, head. I want no, you but, to do this out when loud. We, when we organize together, we do it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> when we're done with the room. Did, Brie, we'll, did you start that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, go through a room, and then we're like, this one's clear. Yeah. Clear. Mm. Closet's clear. It's yeah. not a heart patient. It's just we're organizing well, the room. Well, it's, it's like the list. It's checking yeah. it off. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> now should we talk about what is on the list? Yes. For spring cleaning. Okay, so the way that I sorted out these tasks, there's some things that you have to do 
basically in every room. So I group all of those big tasks together at the front. So it really feels like once you go through that first chunk of things, your whole house feels like you've really accomplished something, Mm. you know. One of those tasks is to switch out the winter stuff to wash it and then pack it away and bring out the summer, the spring and summer stuff. So all of those like muddy snow pants and all the winter mm. gloves I and did hats. This. Mm. I was very proactive. And then it snowed the next week after I got <laughs> it everything It is like a away. charm. It's like magic. As soon as you do it, it will snow again. Do you guys not look at the 15-day forecast? No. No. <laughs> I, I like, did, like, like 60 out. I can put everything away. <laughs> I looked at, like, the next week, and I was like, okay, I think we're good now. But, yeah, we'll <laughs> see. You have to at least do it once and then have it snow, and then the second time, you should be good to go. Like, that's my strategy anyway. <laughs> so it's a good time as part of your spring cleaning to go through all that winter stuff, get it all cleaned up and put away... All put this... away properly, because unlike me, I'll just put it in the basement. Uh, yeah, put it in your totes or, <laughs> you know. Well, with Bennett now, all the stuff that he's growing out of, I know, like, he's not going to fit into his winter boots or his snow pants again. So I can go ahead and donate all that stuff and then make sure all the gloves have matches and, like, we don't have 10 stocking caps per person. Like, go through and kind of, like, clear that out after you washed it so it's all clean and ready to be donated. So that's nice to do. And, of course, the mudroom is going to get crazy muddy again because it's spring. Mm -hmm. And there's just going to be mud everywhere. But at least you can clean it up from all the dirt that's been tracked in from the snow Mm -hmm. and all the salt residue Shake out those rugs. Yeah. Like my jute rug. (laughs) (laughs) It feels good to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then air filters. So this is a big one. My husband and I both noticed we were getting all stuffy. We thought, like, well, it could be spring allergies. But then we changed the air filters, and it's shocking, like, how much dust and stuff gets collected on your mm. air filters. Okay. So I'm going home and changing mine tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You should. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> you will breathe easier, yeah. literally. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And this is just for people who have... Like, central air systems, I guess? Or, or furnaces. furnaces and... Forced air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have baseboard heating, those probably need to be cleaned at some point, mm-hmm. too. I vacuum mine out because I have baseboard in my third story where my posh room is. And I'll oh, vacuum those okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Another thing, along with, like, the air filter thing, is also your dryer vent system. You can get a really cheap vent cleaning brush off of Amazon Emily's borrowed mine before, and that has been really, really helpful. And the amount of lint you will get out of your dryer is shocking. Mm -hmm. So that's a good time to do that while you're in the basement by the furnace. Just, well, my laundry is in the basement, so it's right there, but... Yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Oh, carpets and rugs. If you're not in the habit of shampooing your carpets every week, as some of us must, it's a great time to clean the carpets Take rugs outside and shake them out and beat them or, you know, do whatever you need to do. I also need to wash my curtains every once in a while because of the dog also likes to pee on the curtains. I know, like this dog. (laughs) My cleaning would be so much easier. (sighs) Anyway, but I mean, if you have light colored curtains, handprints get on them, you know, stuff happens. So it's a great time to take down the curtains and freshen those up. If you can get away with it, just vacuuming them is nice. Yeah. Steam cleaning? Is that a thing? 
Should you do that? Do not put your curtains in the dryer. Well, that's yeah, why I'm that. kind of wondering, like, could you steam clean? I don't know. Like, with a steamer? I don't know if it would clean it or if it would just make it... Aren't make there steam... To mud. Well, it's called yeah, a it's... steam cleaner. I don't know. I've never tried it. But if it's dirty, then use your Folex. Because <laughs> then you don't have to wash it. I know. that. Like, I've had cheap curtains, but I put them in the wash, and then they're just not the same. Hmm. You know, even like, I air dry them, but they're just... Not they the never same. go back to being the way they were. And, and probably because they were cheaper, but Ikea. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. they just didn't look good. <laughs> I mean, they say you should always wash your curtains before you hang them. Up oh, too. I, I, I know, I, I know of that. I've never done that before. No yeah, way. me either. <laughs> because I'm afraid of like uneven shrinking. I guess if you have any doubt and your curtains are like been up for five to ten years, maybe take them to the dry cleaner so they It'd don't. Be a lot of money, probably. Yeah. I took five H and M pillowcases to the dry cleaner once because it said do not wash them, and I was like, I'm not gonna. They were. It was like when I first started like buying stuff for the house, mm-hmm. and they weren't that expensive, but to me they were expensive. So I'm like, I'm gonna dry clean. They cost more than the pillowcases to dry oh. clean them. Oh. I was ah. like, well, this was ridiculous. <laughs> huh. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff I just wash in the washing machine on low and dry. Yeah, and now dry. I do. Yeah. This was many years ago, and I thought I had to be... They were like velvet mm. pillowcases, and I thought I had to be so fancy about it. <laughs> Baseboards, of course, are a spring cleaning classic. If you don't have a Swiffer duster, which I highly recommend Swiffer dusters that have the longer extendable mm-hmm. thing, it makes it so much faster and easier... If you don't, a quick trick is to take a microfiber cloth and put it on the end of your broom, like where the bristles mm-hmm. are, and then like fasten it with a rubber band or something around the top, and you can just use that to like sweep along your baseboards, and it works too. I have one of the Norwex microfiber like long thing. It's basically oh. the Swiffer, but it is microfiber. Oh, okay. It works very well. Yeah. Okay, so do you girls like cleaning with microfiber cloths? Because I have one, and no matter how smooth my hands are, the microfiber just goes all over them. Is that just like a really low quality microfiber cloth where it feels like it's catching on my skin? Because I don't like that. Feeling. Well, this is the first question is how do you wash your microfiber cloth? Isn't there a thing about like you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to put them in the dryer. Yes, that's what it is. You're not supposed oh, to put I them in the dryer. I definitely put mine in the dryer. Yeah, me too. Mine get all like weird after you put them in the dryer. See, that just seems like a lot of work. Do you actually hang dry them? No, I put them in the dryer. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, me too. But don't tell Brian, because he's like, don't put a microfiber in the dryer. <laughs> he has all his special microfiber cloths for cleaning the car, and he's very meticulous about <laughs> them. So I don't put those in the dryer. But all well, my regular cleaning ones, I do. And they mm-hmm. do feel weird, I guess. After a while, they yeah, start to get okay. a little funky. Because I like... Clean with paper towels, and I love me a bounty paper towel. I am that person that goes to BJ's and buys a big pack, and it lasts me forever. But that's what I clean with. But I was just trying to think, okay, maybe I should buy a big pack of, like, 16 or 20 on Amazon of the microfiber cloths. So, like, some things I don't have to clean with the paper towels. I so, you, what do you dust that. with? You My Swiffer duster. But I yeah. thought for, like, other tasks... Just cleaning, like actual yeah. cleaning. Yeah, I use the microfiber cloth for everything. Yeah, I do. Windows, too. mirror, like glass, dusting, washing walls. Maybe I should get a pack. Yeah. Send me a link. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of walls, too, I also use the magic eraser mm-hmm. on walls because mm-hmm. it is magical magic yeah it's pretty it really is (laughs) just don't scrub too hard especially if you have eggshell paint because then you can tell Mm -hmm. where you scrub yeah i could oh yeah just do it lightly i would not use it on my black wall Mm -mm. i would not it would be bad it'd be really bad (laughs) but on my white walls all the time kimmy what should we be cleaning in our kitchen this is the pain point area in my house So, dishwasher filter. Never cleaned that ever in my life. I didn't life. know dishwashers had filters. They do. you got to clean them. I don't mind ancient of days. Why is like an ancient Maytag? I have no idea where that Well, this be. is the thing. Usually on the bottom. If you pre-wash your dishes before you put them in, and there's never any food gunk, do you really need to clean it? Maybe not. But I bet if you keep your dishwasher filter clean, it will clean your dishes way better. How, where is it? I know. <laughs> it, varies, it? it varies by dishwasher, so you might have to Google it for yours. Okay. But mine is on the bottom. So, like, it has a spinning thingy on the bottom where the water comes up. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, around the bottom there. There's, so... like, a thing you got to pull up. I didn't think it had one at first, but the Brian's like, it's right there. And it was just stuck. And I couldn't get it up because it hadn't been changed in a long time. So, it was really gross. But he pulled it up and then... Just like rinse it off in the sink till it's clean, and then sounds like a Ryan job. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna. I'll make that a a Brian job because it's yeah gross. But pretty amazing how like your dishwasher will actually run a lot better. Okay, and then Hmm. you can also like throw some vinegar in there and run a cycle empty to just like get rid of buildup and stuff like that. I've done this with my coffee maker. Yes. Is do a couple really cycles nice. with vinegar and water, and mm-hmm. it really helps clean it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clean the pantry, fridge, and freezer. Ah! All three, <laughs> not good. Kimmy's going to need moral support. So, well, okay, the fridge I'm actually pretty good about. I clean that pretty often. Not deep, deep clean like this is talking about, but I keep it fairly clean. The freezer, who knows what's in there. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) And like the fridge. Well, oh, are you also talking about like on top of the fridge? Because I also don't dust that ever. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then pantry, you're just talking about like organizing it too. But like you mean like take it all out and clean the Uh spills or the. Yeah, you reorganize it as you put it all back in. Mm Mm-hmm. Which you, Chris, are going to help me with. <laughs> Emily's getting so many videos that I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, last year, I did not get to cleaning out my freezer. Like, I kind of did, but not really. Like, I didn't take everything out. I actually feel like I do that, like, once or twice a year. I take everything out of the fridge and the freezer just so I know what I have. I can throw away that quarter cup of frozen pumpkin that I've been saving. (laughs) Why do we do this, people? Just throw it away. We're never going to thought. Right. And remember to thaw it for recipes. So just do yourself a favor and get rid of those things. But it helps me, like, oh, I have an extra package of ground pork in here. Yay. Right. base a meal off of that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. And especially if you're doing, like, your fridge and your freezer and your pantry, too, you'll have so many meal ideas. Yeah. Like, oh, this is about to expire. I better eat it. Yeah, but also with the freezer, you can't, if something's, how how old can you have meat? It's, like, three months. So if it's, like, older than three months, you probably shouldn't use it. Something like that. 
I don't know. Yeah, People look at us from our ground beef because we bought like a half a cow and we're still eating off of that and it's perfectly fine. So I think it depends maybe if you have chicken, maybe that's different. I'm going to look this up. Lastly, in the kitchen, well, there's two more. So we talked about the fridge. I said on top and inside, but also behind it, mm-hmm. pulling it out. Oh, goodness I have gracious. never done that. Since so we moved in. But there's a there's an air filter thing on your fridge. Yeah. There so is. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like filters. sucking in air. So if you go back and clean back there, it'll run a lot better. Oh. And it's better and it's actually more efficient. It'll run more efficiently and it's better for your electricity bill. I don't even know if we can fully get ours out because Same. it's so it's custom. In. It's wedged. It we had to cut concrete countertop to get it to fit in. I was shocked by how easily mine slid out because I thought it would be a lot heavier than it was. I don't know. I guess fridges nowadays have like little rolly things under it and they mm-hmm. like move out pretty easily. I just had a terrifying thought. Our fridge in our home was there when we bought it and then we built an island and made the island bigger. I wonder if our fridge dies one day, if we're going to be able to get it out. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful? You would yeah. have to lift it over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having this thought like, oh no. Oh dear, what have we done? <laughs> Hopefully there's enough clearance. We'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, lastly, we have one more in the kitchen, which honestly could be whole house in a way, depending True. on wherever you have tile. But this is to clean the grout in the tile. So, which we kind of right. mentioned yeah, already. Yeah, it's a, a thing I added to my list for this year because mm-hmm. I really do. But that's to. a really good one year, like, mm-hmm. to do once a year for even your backsplash, maybe? I mean, right. you probably should be wiping that down more regularly than one year, like, once a year. But, like, sometimes, like, the tile itself could get a little stained or something that you never really tended to. and It's a good time to just do that. Mm-hmm. So that's it for the kitchen. And then Bray, Move, take it away. Moving on to bedrooms. Rotating your mattresses. I'm glad you put this on the list because this is something I've been meaning to do for guest room and our room. So that's a really good thing. So do you guys flip them upside down and... Mm-hmm. And turn it. And turn it. 180. Our mattress, the one we have in our room, it only is one-sided. So then I just rotate it the other way. I just spin it. I can't flip it. But the other Mm. mattress in our guest room, I do flip it. I was going to say I thought king size was like a square. And then that way I could like not do 180. (laughs) I could do 90. Because we have a little hump in the, like Ryan and I sleep on sides. We have this little hump in between. That's why you got to rotate it. If I'm rotating 180, there's still going to be the hump in the middle. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. But if I rotate it at 90. Right. Then we'd be sleeping like it. That's why, Arch, that's like why a, you flip it upside down, because it oh, takes yeah. care of that. Okay, yeah. All right, we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll help a lot. It helps extend the life of your mattress, for sure. And some people will also do the added step of, like, sprinkling baking soda on it and, like, vacuuming it and, like, freshening their mattress. I don't have time for that either. <laughs> but if our listeners do, good for you. <laughs> Go for it. Another area in the bedroom is cleaning out closets, which I love doing. And I tend to do this, like, at least a couple times a year when I'm switching out seasonal clothing, like, wipe everything down, vacuum it out, and get all the dust bunnies out, especially, like, in the corners, because there's always spider webs up there, it seems. Mm. And then moving on to bathrooms, changing your shower curtain liner, 
or tossing expired products and stuff you don't like or use anymore. Just really going through those drawers. I actually did this recently in my bathroom. Oh. Went through all the drawers, took everything out, and put back everything that I use daily. And I, I had this pile of stuff. I'm like, why did I have this in my drawers? So I was able to toss a bunch, and that was a really good thing to get done. Do you guys have shower curtain liners? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. You don't? I really? have glass doors, and then I have oh, a shower right. curtain over that. So to I hide the glass doors. That's glass. brilliant. Sure. Yes, and I change my shower curtain liner, like, every month because they skeet me out. Probably No, probably every two to three months. Really? Yeah, they're only, like, $4. I don't buy coffee, people, so I buy shower liners. (laughs) This is so interesting. I have done this before. I take down the shower curtain liner and I put it in the washing machine. Ooh. It's $4. With some towels to, like, scrub it I tried it. It did not work. It did not work for me either. And then I was like, why did I just go through all of this? When it's, you can just go buy another one for so little. I always have a backup one, too. (laughs) When I put a new one on, I always have another one, too. So then when I put that new one on, I can run to the store and get two more to have always. Because they just gross me out so much. And our water has, like, rust in it. So it turns it a little orange. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I I start seeing that, it's like, So, back when we yeah. lived in our apartment, I had to have shower curtain liners. So, when we went to Ikea one time, I got stocked up on, like, ten. And then we moved to our house, and I don't have shower curtain liners <laughs> anymore. So, I think I still have some. I ended up giving a bunch of them away. <laughs> I've been to other people's houses where they just have a shower curtain and not a liner. And I'm like, is this, is this how other people live? Because the shower curtain, like comes in the shower yeah that's weird it's like it's weird it gets all wet sometimes if you get like a really really cheap shower curtain liner they cling to you when you're in the shower i like i like a heavier Mm -hmm. weight one that will stay because then you're like fighting off the shower curtain as you're trying to do your hair yeah not working i always buy the medium weight one and it seems to be okay At Walmart, made say. Yeah, it's worth the extra dollar or whatever for the medium weight. <laughs> okay, I need to interrupt real quick and just tell everyone that I was right that ground beef. So I was talking about ground beef. It's ground pork and beef can only be no more than three to four months can be kept in the freezer. However, if you have like steaks and things that probably like your cow, <laughs> they can be up to 12 months, okay. six, six to 12 months. So just wanted everyone to know that I Googled it. So if you're cleaning out your freezer and you have like ground beef or ground pork or something that's older than four months, throw it away. Which is all the more reason to go through your freezer a little bit more frequently so you're not yeah. wasting food. True. Yeah. Okay. So in the office, if you have a home office, or, you know, wherever you do your bookkeeping stuff, generally, it's a great time to go through and do some paper decluttering. If you're like me and you have, like, a pile that's your two-file pile, <laughs> or, like, your pile of stuff that's, like, your action items, and you just have to go through it every once in a while and it gets, you know, full. It's a great time to go through all of that, get all of that cleared away, and go through your files. Sometimes you keep stuff like warranties for things that you no longer even own. Like and... your suitcase. You're never going to use that warranty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like the instruction manuals. I can't tell you how many mm-hmm. people 
like I've been decluttering and they have these like binders full of instruction manuals. Yeah. They don't even own any of these products anymore, <laughs> any of these small appliances, but they still have these binders full of instruction manuals. I'm proud manuals. of them for it, it being in a binder though instead of just like right. strewing papers everywhere. Well, there's lots of that too. Okay. But, um, but yeah, lots of instruction manuals. You can probably, you can definitely throw all of them away because if you're already using the item, you don't need the instruction manual anymore because you know how to use it. And if you don't know how to use it yet, you can Google it and somebody on YouTube has a tutorial Mm -hmm. or you can find the instruction manual on the company's website. So don't need to hang on to those old receipts, all of that stuff. It's a great time to just do a nice purge and it's really nice. And then if you have bookshelves, other stuff like that in your office, it's a great time to go through all of that. Maybe go through and cull your office supplies, throw out, you know, any junky stuff that you don't really want to keep Mm -hmm. around anymore. And then our last area is the living room. So you want to vacuum furniture, like the arms and the backs of your sofas. Take off the cushions Mm because there's definitely crayons and toys and things you've forgotten about in there. Mm -hmm. Applesauce packets. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Real fun. Real fun. (laughs) Declutter the toys. Declutter your decor. Does everything have a home? Where are the the clutter magnets and what are some things that you're going to put into place to create solutions for these areas? That's a good list. And I have to do everything on it because I haven't done any of these things in a very long time. Thank you, Emily, for your knowledge about this topic and all these areas that we need to clean. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to try and help Kimmy find a new light fixture for her dining room. I was thinking that we can't go another season without talking about light fixtures that I want in my home. (laughs) And you girls describing them. Oh, dear. So this is the story. I have a picture here that you girls can look at. Can we look at the pictures now? We've been banned from looking at them until now. (laughs) You can look at them. So look at this very first picture. It's of my house Mm -hmm. with my my dining light right now. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to talk about. I love this light. I love the dining light that I have. I've had it for probably, what, a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. It's not too long. It's not about me not being content because that's what my husband would say. I don't think that this style light and the size of it is good for a great room. I think this style light would look great in a single dining room, like, or a single living room, or something where it's blocked off and there's just walls. To me, it just gets lost. Like, when you look at this picture, you don't even, you hardly even notice it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's a brass gold finish with white little tiny lampshades. And then in the background, you can see Kimmy's living room and she has a white fan, ceiling fan. And then to the left on her bookcases, she has little sconces that come down that are black and wood. Her actual dining room light fixture is very thin and... Mm-hmm. It's a chandelier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Like the scale of it, it's... Yeah. Pretty small for the size of the room. Yeah. The word that keeps coming exactly. to mind is like wispy. It's mm-hmm. wispy. Hmm. It doesn't have enough presence. Presence. Yeah. Yes. Like weight to the it's room. It's not substantial enough. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, the light I had in there before was substantial. I felt mm-hmm. it fit the space really well, but it was the IKEA bamboo rattan 
light that everyone and their brother had. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, had to be that person who was like, I can't have the light that everyone else has. <laughs> so, but now I'm back to, like, I want a pendant. I, instead of a chandelier that's so wispy, like you were saying, I want something more substantial and has more presence, like a large pendant. Mm-hmm. So... Can we scroll down now? Yes, now you can scroll down. So the only thing is you're first going to see, the first one is a chandelier. I just wanted to, this was in that same room with the blue curtains that I mentioned earlier. Oh. I was like, maybe all I need to do is paint it black, like my chandelier. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, looking at that first picture, I was like, if that was black, it would pop so much more. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, so maybe that's just the solution here, but I want you girls to like... Keep an open mind because I've got some other good options. With this, do you think that the chandelier that I have now, do you think it's too high? Like it should be lowered? I don't think so because if it was any lower, I would be afraid, especially like if you had a party or something, that people would bonk their heads on it. Oh, they already did. (laughs) At Jude's party, we had, we moved the table away. Like people kept it in. (laughs) So then no, I would not have it lower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But black is an idea. Yeah. Painting it black. Maybe I'd like it more. Okay, so this first option that I showed you girls was a black chandelier, just to show you the idea of me painting it. This is also a larger one, which it is. has more presence. That's why I also was like, maybe I just need a bigger one. It's black, and it has eight arms that come off of it that go straight out and then straight up. So imagine, like, an upside-down spider, almost like, just, yeah. like, yeah. pointing up, and then it has Little no candles. shades. On the light bulbs. The light bulbs are the ones that look like the little Candelabras flames. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's very modern. It's modern, but yet like farmhouse at the same time. Yeah, to me, I can see that in like a farmhouse. All right. We'll move on because I've got lots. <laughs> Just keep, keep everything in mind. Okay. This next one isn't actually one that I wanted, but it's showing you an idea. I saw something similar that was much bigger. It was a white big dome and then it had black around like black bars around it and I can't find it it was in some like Instagram personnel like a influencer that I follow and I don't know who it was and I can't find it but this was is a similar look so I just wanted to show you guys it looks like a lampshade conical lampshade suspended from the ceiling but the top very tip part of the lampshade has like been cut off and there's, like, open space there. <laughs> Those look like that. But the idea of, like, white, like, a fabric lampshade with black bars around it. Mm-hmm. I like the cool. black. I really like this pendant. I actually showed this very similar image to my husband because I was like, I'm thinking about, like, getting a different light fixture. This is funny that you bring this up. But he's like, I don't like this one. I'm like, oh, man, really? Because I know which one you're referring to. It was, like, so beefy and big and, like, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I don't know if it would work in your living room. Okay. Great room specifically. Okay. I feel like the white would be lost. You would have the same issue. Yeah. I don't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it looks weird. I don't know. Well, if it wasn't that. You should try to see if you can find the one that you saw that's beefier. But we could do that later. Because we're going to move on to the next one. This one is like, the next two are my least favorite, but I just had to show them. So describe it for us, Emily. Okay, so the first one is like a half dome, hammered metal dome. So it's like a dark... It's... You're supposed to say, half of a mixing bowl. Oh, no. 
It's a kind full of. mixing bowl turned yeah. upside down. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't love. I don't like this that one. I feel like that one is too plain. Plain. Yeah, it's just not that yeah, interesting. Boring. I know. Yeah. It's not a statement. I think this would be cool for over my island, two of them. Maybe the brass. Like little, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like big pendants mm-hmm. on like island. I could see that. a bulb in it. That would be cool. Yeah, I could see that. All right, next one. No. <gasps> I love it. I knew that oh. Emily would like. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to say. I love it. Well, describe it, Emily. Okay, so it's a wicker globe pendant is what it's called. But it's kind of similar to the Ikea one in that it's a big pendant, light brown. Circular. Right. But this one is round. So it's fully round with the wicker going around like a a sphere. But it kind of like crosses over in the middle. You know what it looks like? It looks like a rubber band ball. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. But they're not like quite that crazy. Like it's not totally random. The Mm -hmm. pattern. Yeah. But I really like so it. So this is the thing. I probably won't do rattan. But oh. I just liked how this looked. I was like, this probably won't happen because I'm trying to get away from Bohemian. And I just feel like so many people have rattan ceiling things. But the next picture, as you can see, are two of them. Not the same oh. one, but two rattan. And I was like, what if I had two lights above my... Oh. Or is that a bad idea? <laughs> Ryan is not going to do that. <laughs> I know, because then we'd have to patch, patch up. and make oh, two new ones. Yeah, no, that ain't mind. happening. Uh, I don't I like, like this. This, to me, looks like a, a restaurant. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it really looks like, like the rubber band ball, but just, like, smushed. So it's more Yeah, like these oval, oval ones. Oval. It's like, yeah, the globe, but smushed. Yeah. I don't really no. like it. Because it's so light. I, I don't necessarily like... Yeah, I don't necessarily love these. I just... I put the picture in here because of two over a dining room table. I was like, maybe I just need two. I do really like that idea for your dining room, though, because someday you want a bigger table, right? Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, I have two in my kitchen. And you have two by your bookcases. Yeah, so it's kind but of But they'd be going twos. the other way, well, you know. I don't. No. Next. <sighs> All right, so describe this one. <laughs> hmm. This looks like a fluted lampshade that hangs from the ceiling that's more of a pendant it's, it's a drum this yeah drum but because the sides are straight up and down but it's very narrow i was waiting for a coffee filter it is like a coffee filter <laughs> it's except not like pointy yeah. at the top yeah it's not pointy mm-hmm. i don't mind this but i don't like it for your space well i actually, i don't hate the light fixture i think it's kind of cool i don't like that the finish is nickel Agreed. i don't yes. like that i was gonna bring that up too so that's real. if it was black, black. i mm-hmm. would be like yeah this is a contender but that I actually don't... is a deal breaker for me i think i do not like the texture really but yeah. you're all about fluting these days i know but i don't know something about it just feels very dated to me i don't know <laughs> i think I this that. light fixture would look really good in the contemporary design i can okay. see that i thought you were gonna say it looks a little hotelish. i think if it was black it'd be really cool in the right setting but not your setting yeah mm-hmm. all right the next two i'm not gonna do what but... is i this? love them <laughs> both so interesting yeah i i can't do them they're too come over you it's so scandinavian (laughs) but it's so scandinavian okay describe them it's 
Japandy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's very Japandy. And I'm yeah. I'm not gonna do it, but I just thought they were so cool looking that if I was Japandy, I would do these. <laughs> or the mid-century one. The second one's very mid-century. Okay, the first one looks like caning strips that have been woven together in an oval shape to make a pendant. It's like if you had woven mats, like rectangular mats, and you've like overlapped them. Yeah. Yeah. Draped them over each other and formed them in sort of a half dome. Yeah. I'm not going to do it, but I thought it was cool. I think it's really cool. Now, (laughs) the second one looks like a coffee filter. What? (laughs) Yes. It looks like a brown coffee filter. (laughs) It's like... like that one too. That one really jumped out at it me. It looks like cardboard. Looking. That's very it mid-century, does. and you love mid-century, so it makes right, sense. right. How do you describe this though? It's like it has a so dome it's... shape, but also a rectangular shape, and also a drum shape. Yeah. It looks like someone took cardboard ninety-degree pieces and like stuck them together over arching cardboard pieces. So you have, like, a pointy <laughs> section and then an arch section underneath. Yeah. But all enclosed in a drum shape. So just people are just going to have to look at this. What's funny is that I actually saw on Pinterest of people, like, DIYing this with cardboard. <laughs> I could totally see that, yeah. <laughs> but this is almost $300, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so now, girls, this is where we're getting to the ones that I'm actually loving. This is very Leanne Ford, like you say. All right, so, you girls, this is the one that I want, but Mm. I am going to preface before you describe it that Ryan does not like it. So it probably won't happen, but I want to get your girls' opinions. It's a ginormous Japanese lantern. Yeah. Yeah, it's made out of linen and it's like a taupe color. Mm-hmm. So this comes in taupe and ivory. I like mm. the taupe more than the ivory. The yeah. ivory looks cheap. The taupe looks cool. I can see why Ryan doesn't look like it because it looks like a giant wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... I don't know. very large. So they have small, medium, and large. Most okay. of these pictures, I think, are all the large ones. But I could get a medium... However, if you keep scrolling, you'll see my Photoshop. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Okay, that, that is way too big for your <laughs> dining room. Kimmy, all you see. Now you yeah, don't now see your all couch. You all you see is this, is this giant <laughs> balloon. Globe-like structure from the solar system hanging from your ceiling. It's like a big moon. <laughs> okay, well, but I could get, like, the medium size. No, no. It, looks it doesn't weird. work? No. no. But it's working in all the other pictures. But it's not working in your house. <laughs> if you had... Okay, how did they hang them in the other pictures? They, like, swagged White. it over from the corner. Right, on that first one on they that did. First one. And then the next one has a black cord that just comes straight down. And then that one has a white one. Kimmy, that looks, like, scale-wise, that looks ridiculous. (laughs) Well, but if you look at the other pictures, scale-wise, they're ridiculous. They're really big. But their ceilings are so much taller than yours. Yeah, I guess that's the issue. They have, like, 12-foot ceilings. You have (laughs) 8-foot ceilings. It takes up a quarter of the room. (laughs) Okay, you're right. I guess... This is more of a dream We talk about home. scale, people. If you have eight-foot ceilings, don't put a four-foot ball hanging from your ceiling. It's true. Oh, you guys agree with I just with want Ryan. you to find some way of incorporating a Japanese lantern into your house. I can see you having a lantern in your living room in your black corner where you have your wall. Like, in that corner. I could see, like, one of those 
coming from the ceiling and being like swagged over. But this is the thing is I want the oversized one. I don't want just a regular sized one. Then you need a new house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ceiling. I have one last option. See, your office might be a better place. Doesn't that have taller ceilings? Yeah. That's that's where you put that. But I have to have a ceiling fan in there to move the heat, the mm. wood stove heat. <sighs> next house. <laughs> it is a good point. All right. So next one. This one is one talking about Leanne. She made a really cool pendant out of cardboard and paper mache. <laughs> wow. So if you keep scrolling, you'll see the one that she made above the kitchen island. Mm-hmm. What do you guys... Now, obviously, that's huge. I could make a smaller one. But what are your thoughts about that kind of thing? Like because a more organic texture. I like that. Yeah, it's very organic. I found a tutorial on... because. And she didn't share the tutorial of how to make it on this. It was just on her HGTV show. (laughs) So, um, and it's not on her website anywhere, but I did find one on Pinterest. So. Have you tried looking for, like, one that's already made that you don't have to, like, create from scratch? Yeah, that's what this is. (laughs) I just shared ten options of things that I've. Well, like a. But one that's, like, already domed like that. Yeah. Oh, that's not big enough. Oh. Because it seems like they make them so you can have two mm. over an island. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, I want one that's a little bit oversized. And I'm not finding any that's oversized that also has that organic feel. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe I look on rejuvenation or something, but then it's going to cost me $500. So. Now, in this house where she has this over the island, though, she does have pretty high ceilings. But that's so, also a giant dome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want Which, a big one, but... You'll have to Photoshop <laughs> Your table a version of a hat, Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Here, here's the only concern. Okay. Is it's light, it's white, it's cream, it's ivory. Is that going to get lost? Do you want your dining room feature to get blended into the rest of she the room? She wants it to stand out. Or do you out? want it to be well, a Well, I could paint it a different color. You I would... could do, like, the taupe. So it looks more like a beige plaster. Yeah. Because I think what she did is she paper mache but then I think she painted it. Okay. So I could do that whole baking powder acrylic paint situation. To make it look mm. more textured. Right. How much would this cost in supplies and time? Like, is it worth your <laughs> time to do this? Although I do like this the most out of everything that you've showed me. This is a question. Do you like it more than me just painting the one I have black? I don't. Because here's yeah. my here's what my concern would be. You're, on, you're only going to have light coming down in that one little cone of light. And I That's think it's going to be really dark then everywhere um. else. Because right now you have the chandeliers with their little yes. cones all around. And diffusing the light. The light. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. And through, this is going to block all light except for what comes down in a little cone. It'll be like a spotlight. That's a really good point. I think you should spray paint what you have now. And I think having the dark contrast will really help bring it some oomph rather than it getting lost in the gold and the cream. Okay. Or I could buy a larger chandelier, like the first one that I posted. The farmhouse one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you just paint that one black. I like it. Yeah, and yeah. then my next step would be to do little lampshades that have more texture. Like you could do coffee filter ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
All right, I probably should just try the painting first. Yeah, it's $10 for a can of spray paint versus $300 for a new light fixture. Like, that's worth yeah. it. Mm-hmm. My second choice is the Wicker Globe pendant. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, girls, for talking this out with me. Again, I have no money. I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I should just spray paint. <laughs> Ryan will be so much happier, too. <laughs> Although, Next have class. Ryan do the spray painting because you're pregnant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for Seeking You Shall Find. <laughs> my pillow talk for this week is my vacuum cleaner that I have. It's like 80 or 90 bucks on Amazon. We'll put a link to it. But if you want an affordable vacuum cleaner that will get the job done that's bagless, highly recommend. You will be shocked at what this is. Is it cordless can... too? No, it's cordless. No, okay. They have a pet version. The head will swivel. I mm. didn't get that one. I haven't had any issues with this, but it is really, really good at doing the job. Yeah. What brand is it? Bissell. Bissell. Okay. I have a bagless Bissell. But it's, I don't think it's the same as yours. Hmm. It's not orange. <laughs> I know. Kimmy's like, it's not pretty enough. But it's <laughs> it's a vacuum, and I don't have it out in my living room. So <laughs> My dream vacuum is to get the stick one, the Dyson. Dyson. Yeah. Why is that? Why? Why? Why does everyone it love it? It just looks so cool. It's so little and lightweight, and you just charge it on the wall, and there's no cord you have to worry about. That's what, you okay, just, that's why. That's what I would like. It's supposed to be really high-powered. They also make little kid versions. Yeah, they do, and they're so cute. But they're like, what, $500? Probably, yeah. The technical name is the Bissell Clean View Bagless Vacuum. And I really, really like it. It's less than $100. And if you get it on a sale, I really, really like it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. We hope you learned some new tips and tricks. And we want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. Find us on Instagram at dwellingplacepod. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Every single review is so appreciative and helps more people find us. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We will see you in two weeks right here at The Dwelling Place. Our little dust bunner, dunner, dust bunner, dust bunny vacuum thing.